Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by Hancock Whitney. Hancock Whitney is here for families, here for businesses, here for communities during this challenging time. Visit HancockWhitney.com slash COVID-19 for the latest. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. From our socially distanced virtual lunch table in Baton Rouge, we're out to lunch with Stephanie Regal, editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report. It's business, Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. If you're like a lot of parents with school-aged children, you probably spent a lot of time this year juggling your career with taking care of your kids who are off school and perhaps even helping them with online learning. And perhaps it's given you a better appreciation for educators and people who teach children and young people and care for them every day. Today, we're talking to two local entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses taking care of our kids and teaching them valuable creative skills. One of them is Tessa Holloway, owner of Kids Carousel, a Baton Rouge-based chain of child care centers with five locations along the I-1012 corridor and two others currently in the planning stages. Tessa founded the business with her husband Derek Holloway in 2006 when they opened their first location in Port Allen. In the years since, they've expanded throughout the capital region and into Mandeville, providing full-time child care services and educational programs for children ages six weeks to five years old. They also provide before-school care and aftercare services for kids 6 to 12 and, and holiday care and Mom's Day Out programs. And now with COVID and school cancellations, Kids Carousel is proving to be an invaluable resource for parents who are trying to figure out how to hold down a job and take care of their kids in the middle of a pandemic. Tessa, I love your story and the growth of your company. Every time we turn around, you're opening a new one here in Baton Rouge. So thanks for joining us today on Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. Joining me in Tessa is Joy Keown Bedillion, co-owner and director of Grace Notes School of Music, a music school that teaches strings, piano, and music composition to more than 200 students from throughout Baton Rouge. Joy is a professional cellist who plays with the Baton Rouge Symphony Orchestra, who came to Baton Rouge in the mid-2000s to get her MFA in music from LSU. She started teaching cello lessons at Grace Notes to earn a little extra money when the school would had opened in 2007 was then new. When its founder relocated out of state a couple of years later, Joy bought the business and has since grown it and and developed it and hired new teachers and expanded the programming. And I might add, also teaches adults. It's not just children that y'all teach how to play beautiful music. Joy, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for being here on Out to Lunch. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. Well, Tessa, I'm going to start with you. Um, was it always your dream to open a child care center? How did you get into the business? Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> it definitely um, was not a dream. Um, you couldn't have told me this is what I would have been doing at the time. Um, but it kind of happened. The lady where my kids were in child care at, she had multiple locations and she decided that she wanted to focus on one and offered my husband and I to buy her center. And we mortgaged our house and went for it. <laughs> and it just kind of grew from there. Now, I mean, you have to get 
certifications from the state. I know y'all have the highest level of, of state certification. And I mean, it, it's not just as easy as, as maybe taking over a little gift shop or something. There's a lot you have to know about child development. And how did y'all get up to speed um, on this? I couldn't fail. Like I had mortgaged my house. So I was like, I'm all in. <laughs> and um, it was a very big risk, but the rewards have been tremendous. I absolutely, when my children were little, I just wanted them to be safe and alive when I picked them up. I didn't know that there was actual school, like you're learning and how important zero to five is, which it is 95% of everything that you know you learn from zero to five. So um, it yeah. has become a passion. I love it. And I'm able to um, help people to so their kids can be off to a great start. And um, I did that first year I got into it. I went to every training, every state meeting, every I got on every board I could be on and just immersed myself with it and absolutely fell in love and just started growing from there. That is so fantastic. I, I like your story now even more. Joy, when, when you were growing up, and, and you, you did probably aspire to be a musician, but did you ever think that you'd have your own music school? And and you were so young when, when you took over Grace Notes. I was. No, I, I never actually aspired to be a teacher. Um, but now I can't even imagine my life without it. I just love it. It's a, it's a passion of mine. Uh, walking into our building and there's music everywhere. You hear people practicing. There's music lessons going on constantly. You hear faculty practicing and um, it's just so rewarding. So yeah, I'm just extremely blessed to be where I'm at right now. So you finished your MFA at LSU and, and, and you play with the symphony. And I guess most of your time is really running the school. Yes. Well, most of my time is actually teaching. Running the school, it, it is a lot of work, but it's it's not a lot of hours. Uh, but uh, my cello studio is, is is quite big, so I spend most of my time teaching. Um, so it's been it's been a lot of fun. How do you find time to practice? Like a symphony piece is not something simple. Um, so how do you find time to practice your music and still do the business and teach your kids and plan all their recitals? On the side. I'm unbelievably structured. <laughs> in fact, my husband would say completely inflexible. <laughs> so um, I, I practice in the mornings and then I start the, I start teaching at two and then I come home and I do paperwork after I'm done. So. And, and kind of like Tessa, I mean, I, and I and just, you know, in the interest of full disclosure, you, you taught my son for many years. He, he loved playing cello. So I kind of have watched your evolution. And I mean, I know how much you've grown the business. And I also remember when you, when you bought the business from the previous owner, I mean, there was a lot, it was a lot more involved probably than you had thought at the time, just from uh, the financial side, the real estate side, the whole thing. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's been evolving. Uh, and there are some things that, you know, I've, I've had to do that. I never thought I would, I would be doing. Um, but you know, I have great, uh, business partners, uh, the Dr. Borislav Ilchiva and Dr. Aaron Verrill of the Banner Symphony. Um, they're fabulous violinists that, that have helped me, um, tremendously and our faculty is just fabulous. So it helps when you have just fantastic people behind you. And so, uh, I can't say that I've done it single-handedly at all. 
That's wonderful. Tessa, I, I want to go back, to, and I love that there's so many parallels in y'all's story because y'all both put sort of everything on the line and were doing something that you, you didn't think you would be doing. But Tessa, y'all were in, in Port Allen for a long time, and you said something a minute ago about how you used to just want to make sure that your kids came home safe and alive. So, I mean, that's one bar, but you've certainly raised the bar um, a lot more, and, and the importance of early childhood development and, and education, you know, besides just making sure that they're fed and safe, right? Um, I mean, what do you all offer at, at Kids Carousel that differentiates you all from other child care centers? And, and what kind of need is out there in this market for those kinds of services? Well, you know, right now, it's obviously the, the market's a little... Um, a little finicky right now, um, but we're definitely essential. And what we offer besides the the health and safety of the children is definitely our teachers are above and beyond wonderful. We make sure that they have um, education beyond just what the state requires them to have. We, we make sure that they have more than that. We offer, because we're a type three center, if I have a teacher that comes to me and they want to go back to school, we pay for them to go all the way up to their master's and, and they can get that education. And we want people that are with us as a career, not as a job, and love the children and want to see them develop as you learn more and grow and go to more classes and you you just learn all of this these things you want to put it out in the universe and help them to grow and become more productive citizens and and be a better you know just just be better we um obviously at our center we have things like webcams so that especially now is very important um, so parents can log in and watch and see what their kids are doing because no one can come into the buildings. Uh, we have biometric finger scanners to get into our buildings under normal circumstances so our safety is very important. Um, our curriculum is state approved. Um, we just offer a higher level of everything and the biggest thing would probably be the communication between um, the parents and the staff and the, you know, just the families that we have out of a thousand families, I'll probably take 20, 25 calls a day myself as the owner, because I've one of the things I felt when my children were in care was that, you know, if I needed something, I would have to go through so many steps. A parent can call me if they are not getting what's, going on and they can just call me on my phone and okay tessa this is what's you know happening and we can try to fix it um so i think just our schools are by far um state of the art we're building schools that are made for child care um so that helps a lot and and you mentioned a thousand families so you have a thousand families across say your five different locations at the moment. So a couple of hundred each. Six locations we have right now. Yes. Okay. So some of our, our smallest center is 144 kids to um, our largest is at 209. Fantastic. That's, that's a lot of kids and families. Joy, yeah. <laughs> you said you have around 200 students, uh, mostly children, but also some adults, violin, viola, cello, piano, guitar, music composition, right? 
Yes, and we've actually recently um, uh, expanded. We have a heart program program now. Uh, oh, Rebecca wow. Tudero, yeah, Rebecca Tudero has um, come on faculty, and um, so yeah, you hear heart music now. It's it's wonderful. So, what kind of demand is there in Baton Rouge for? kids to take music lessons or for anybody for music lessons and are you all specifically classical or is it anything um, uh, well we try to we try to uh, be expansive um but our our goal as a school is to elevate the level of music music education uh, in baton rouge and um so we have created a chamber music program where the kids get to play together chamber music is um where uh, each child or each musician is playing a different part. So a good example of that is a string quartet. And so you have two violins, a viola and a cello. And so they're in the same room together. They're, you know, they're like-minded, they're doing the same thing. Um, and so it's, uh, that's, that's a cool expansion that we've just, we've recently. So is there, um, is that there's not a whole lot of money? I wouldn't imagine, certainly not in playing for the symphony, um, but in being a music teacher either. Uh, there, there is a lot of demand because the, the tests uh, show that the kids that do music, they, they do well in school as well. And music is, is so rewarding even of a, in and of itself. Oh, sure. When you teach a child to play a, an instrument well, uh, it gives them a sense of self and um, it gives them confidence. And watching them mature in that confidence, um, it's, it's a really cool thing to see. And music in itself is so rewarding, of course. It's an emotional outlet. Wonderful. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Joy Keown Bedillion of Grace Notes School of Music and Tessa Holloway of Kids Carousel. Um, Tessa, I know that that part of your, your new model has sort of been to affiliate your Kids well, Carousel locations with, the, um, with, with the health specific district. development. So, like, you have one that, at Americana um, in Zachary. Like um, well you have one that recently opened at Our Lady field. of the Lake. It's um, not only for OLOL employees, but, first, but gives them first um, priority. Job, what, I think you're developing one at Women's Hospital, or maybe you already have You have one there now also. And so that's sort of a great, and maybe this is a growing trend across the industry. I'm it's not sure, but it seems to be working for you because it gives you a pipeline, right? Of, very of, comfortable of for them to have on-site childcare at all times that, you know, we're opening flexibility, like we're opening at 5.30, we're closing at 6.37 so that they know that their children are being cared for. They're right there on campus if they have to get them, if, you know, they just want to come see them, breastfeeding moms, any of that. And um, it's great for turnover. So for a lot of these companies, it's great for turnovers. And then in the developments, it's great for, you know, when we built an Americana, we have moms that they just put their kids in the stroller and they just, you know, they walk up, they stroll up and bring the kids. And it's just great because you have your, your house, your child's childcare center, you have a grocery store like we're doing in Ruzan and you have everything, all your amenities there. And that's just a great, you can do everything, a one-stop shop. Um, but of course, also open to the public. So it's a, it's a twofold, but it, it just makes um, the workforce, I think, a lot better because that's what moms, you know, worry about is that my child is safe. And then when you can get to them right on the same um, 
in the same area, I guess, it just makes you feel better. So I think a lot of the hospitals and, and things, I think they're looking more at that because it helps them with the turnover. It shows that they care about their employees' um, families. And I just think it's a great, it's a great concept. How do you all price what you do? Both, both businesses. I mean, you know, is childcare, I know everybody needs childcare. Some people can afford it obviously better than others. Joy music is, is something that everybody wants to be able to take advantage of, but some people can't afford it. Um, how do you all price your different services? Mine, mine is based on, um, area a lot and expense. Um, and then we provide pretty much the same at all of the centers, but obviously, I may have a cost difference in Mandeville as opposed to Main Street. Um, and so we it's it's priced like that, but we also we take childcare assistance, we do scholarships, we help a lot of families um that cannot afford to come, but it's it's needed and, and they need to be there and those kids need to be there. Um so we have many different programs to help. What about y'all, Joy? Yeah, um, well, our, the market in Baton Rouge is pretty specific. Um, so you know, most instructors are going to charge the same amount. Um, okay. Our faculty are very specialized. They have um, degrees from Juilliard and Eastman and Indiana and, of course, LSU. Go Tigers. <laughs> um, so uh, so that, that, that price is pretty set, but we try to yeah. work with those that, that need the help, especially kids that are really willing to, to put in the effort and the, and the practice to, to, do, to do well. There's really nobody else doing what Grace Notes does in the same way, is there? I mean, obviously there are private music lessons or you can go through LSU, but y'all have really sort of developed a unique model. Yeah, we've created um, a really special environment. Like I said, you just walk in the building and there's just music everywhere. Um, and so we're just a huge believer in um, iron sharpening iron. And so putting those kids together and keeping them motivated. And so they know they're not practicing in a bubble. You know, they're not the only ones doing this. Um, and so in, in coming together and making uh, music together is, is uh, super motivating. They do competitions. They win a lot. <laughs> so that's also motivating uh, scholarships and, and, and that kind of stuff as well. Fantastic. So how has COVID changed what you all both do? And, uh, you know, how much of you, I mean, I know Tessa, obviously you can't go online with childcare, um, but how are you all keeping safe, um, keeping everybody healthy and clean? And, and um, is that difficult? And I'm sure it's more expensive. It's a lot more expensive and it is, it is a lot, it is difficult. Um, we are only allowed right now with the state to do curbside drop-off. So we've had several um, families that have just started with us who've never been in the building, never met their teacher, never met, you know, seeing the room that their child's in. Um, and it's just changed the face of how everything is done, which is why like the cameras are so important. Um, we've started doing like virtual tours and things. Um, but we have to take temperatures every morning. The the teachers have to fill out a whole little questionnaire every day to what was done in the last 24 hours. Um, it's, it's extremely tough, but we know that some of the jobs that people are doing, they have to go to work and they have to be okay with knowing that we're going to try our best to do everything possible to keep their children safe so that, um, 
they can keep working and, and keep helping everybody else to get better. So it's, it's, it's definitely a transition and it's going to change probably the face of every business going forward, even after it's, you know, it's gone, hopefully. Right. Um, still going to be it's it's still going to change the way we do business I think for everybody. What about you Joy? Have were, did y'all go online for a while and teach virtual lessons? We did. We went online in March. Um it was we had start, actually started preparing for that possibility in January kind of seeing that coming. Um and so we we were doing Zoom lessons and FaceTime lessons and and also using all sorts of different platforms. Um, for a few months. And we, we still offer that uh, for people that are high risk and, and just feel like that they need to stay home. Uh, but we went back to in-person in June and most of our interactions are one-on-one, uh, you know, with, with a teacher and a child uh, being the only people in the room. Um, so, the, you know, everybody stays masked and uh, their temperature, temperature checks and, and, you know, daily cleanings, especially the pianos. Um, in between students as well. So uh, we've been trying to be very, very careful. And so far, we we have been uh, very, very blessed. That's great. Has it been difficult for, for either of y'all to um, learn things like, say, how to manage employees, given that you really didn't start out with a business background? I, I managed a business before this um, for about 13 years. Uh, I, I did management and training, actually, for Blockbuster. Um, and so I took a lot of that with me. But um, of course, when it's your own, you're you're just a little, you know, it's it's a little tougher because it's it's yours at the end of the day, and um, you want everybody to manage and be like you, and it's very hard to um, to separate some of that. Um, and as you grow, it it does become a little more difficult to keep your hands on every single thing. Um, I have a great, excellent team of people, and I'm beyond blessed to have that. I have a great support system, great mentors, great partners. And so that that has helped because they have a lot of management background. And so it, it helps a lot. What do you think, Joy? Yeah, uh, mine was a little bit of a learning curve. I mean, I, I was the oldest sibling of my family, so I kind of know how to keep the ducks in a row. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, I I have very, very, uh, amazing people that, that I work with. And so there's, there's not a lot of issues and I have grown a lot in taking over the business and that I think I handled the issues that do come up uh, much better than I, than I used to. So, uh, you know, you're, we're all human. We make mistakes, but, you know, getting, getting better at each day. And, And you all have plans to grow, um, more any thoughts of a satellite um, school or actually have a satellite right now um we are uh, we have partnered with our our lady of mercy catholic school um so our faculty are over there uh five days a week uh teaching music lessons to kids that are after school for parents that you know couldn't quite make it over to our location so it, it creates um a lot of convenience and uh that's a very special uh program and relationship we have with, with uh, our lady of mercy Fantastic. And Tessa, y'all are working on your seventh location. You hope to break ground soon? Yes. Next year? Yes. Um, well, we were, it, you know, obviously it was going to be at the beginning of this year. And then, um, yeah, um, the world kind of stopped. And 
which was actually the plan, obviously, um, because we ended up opening two schools, opening the lake and, and women's within a month of each other, which was, which was, a you know, really big. So, um, yes, we're definitely going to start breaking ground probably no later than um, January for um, Perkins Road. So I think that'll be excellent because it'll be needed either way anything goes with with the current situation um child care is it's it's always needed child care is always needed what well tessa holloway and joy bedillion you both are doing such a wonderful job caring for and educating the children and young people in our community and also serving as entrepreneurial role models for young women it's great to see you doing what you love while also turning your passion into viable businesses. So thanks so much for taking time to share your stories with us today on Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Tessa Holloway of Kids Carousel and Joy Keown Bedillion of Grace Notes School of Music. We edited this show to fit into the time slot here on WRKF. You can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about Kids Carousel and Grace Notes School of Music by listening to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's batonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Photos are taken by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. We're going back to hosting Out to Lunch around the table at Mansur's on the Boulevard one day. In the meantime, you can go there. Mansur's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino, Dave Winwood, and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by Hancock Whitney. Hancock Whitney is here for families, here for businesses, here for communities during this challenging time. Visit HancockWhitney.com slash COVID-19 for the latest. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Basics Swim and Gym and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie, the It's New Orleans Happy Hour podcast. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com.